Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including the Dragon Prince, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Ali Martin. Hello. And yeah, we're talking, uh, this is just going to be a quick podcast on the Dragon Prince Season 3, which dropped on Netflix on Friday, nine episodes. It's the last uh, known season of Dragon Prince. Um... And, uh, yeah, we're overlyanimated.com. Yeah, check all, all the information there. I initially didn't even want to do a podcast on this season of Dragon Prince. The show's been very depressing recently after... Um, well, not the show itself. Yeah, the later. situation about the show. Uh, uh, after, like, quote-unquote uh, allegations of abuse and uh, and gaslighting. Not actually allegations, mm-hmm. like, real, but... You know, yeah. supposed to say that um, <laughs> by uh, by uh, Danica Harrod and Lulu Jones on uh, they post a lot about this on their Twitters. The biggest thing I'm going to say is like, go read their Twitters. They're at Danica Harrod and at uh, Lulu um, R. Jones um, about, uh, yeah, Aaron Ehaz being one of the creators of the show being abusive in the workplace and um it's uh just been it makes you feel like very depressed about dragon prince we believe them and seems like aaron is not a good person and that makes this very especially because i think like ali and i are like long time yeah coming from avatar yeah like we we used to do an avatar and core podcast and like we loved aaron and it's like oh I guess. When uh, I heard that, I also didn't want to watch this season, but it's kind of hard to avoid. Yeah. And I think um, I just I just like want to re- emphasize what Danica has been saying. Like, so I, here's a tweet. She said, I truly believe Aaron needs to step down and never be in a position of power again. I expressed that while I was there, too. I think it's the only way Wonderstorm can truly change in the ways they need to. Um, so, and I also think Danica has been saying, like, she's been frustrated. Some reviews have not been mentioning these allegations up front. I mean, it can, it's, that's like basically erasing the situation. So I definitely want to make this known at the top here. And I think the biggest thing I can say is that if you watch Dragon Prince, you need to go read what they've said on Twitter. Like, uh, just right. scroll back, read everything they've said. You need to be aware about their experiences. Don't ignore it. And I think that's the best way we can start to affect change because if not this the aaron's it seems like he's just trying to sweep it under the rug he issued like a terrible apology that wasn't even really an apology so yeah uh, um yeah so i mean i, I just i want to make sure that everyone knows that and that that's said at the top of this i still think it's valid to watch the show and to talk about the show with that being said at the top just i mean there's a mm-hmm. bunch of other great people working on the show that aren't aaron yeah. um you know one of our faves john carlo um show ran dragon prince he's apparently since he's since moved on from the show um so we can recognize other people's work on the show but um yeah please please go read what they've had to say and i guess i also want to say that this is informing our i guess emotional state on dragon prince a little bit so that's like (laughs) a warning yeah (laughs) it's it's complicated you know it's hard obviously it's hard to separate artists from their work especially with situations like this but you know you you covered it pretty well. If you read the tweets and then go in with that mindset, you know, don't go in blind, don't go in like ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're I think I think it's okay to watch if you if you're aware of what they're saying. Um right, yeah. but definitely don't ignore this. Okay. So, uh the show itself, um the <laughs> nine episode season, 
Uh, we're going to, this is just a quick, a quick hits on, on the season itself. Um, uh, Ali, I guess like overall thoughts on the season. Shipping. Uh, Shipping. I don't know. Other than that, like, I mean, okay. So we talked a little in our discord about pacing of the season in general, and it did kind of feel like it was split into three parts, obviously, because like three episodes each for kind of a arc. I really wanted to like where they were going with King Ezrin. But in like, you know, when he wound up uh, letting himself be taken prisoner and Viren took over, I was just very frustrated. Viren in general is the worst. I hate him. I, I don't even want to say he's a good villain because he's just so annoying and stupid. But um, overall, I thought the pacing was good for what they had to cover just because, like you said, we don't know if we're getting another season after this. And if that is the case. It does feel like they wrapped everything up that they could have, except for that one last minute that I'm going to ignore, unless we get more confirmation. Um, yeah, and I should say spoilers. I, I, I forgot to say spoilers oh, yeah, for all of, uh, all of the Dragon Prince. No, so now we can get into it, yeah. I want to know more about Erevos, because that's the most, probably the number one most frustrating thing about this whole thing. You know, Because yeah, we never really got into that. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I love the elves. The fire elves are amazing. Amaya and uh, Sunfire Elf or canon definitely lots of gay oh we have to okay we'll talk about the gay but i want to touch on that because i don't remember if we we definitely talked about burying the gays on the last dragon prince podcast and we were i think almost certain that they were going to have more lgbt characters and i'm glad that they did it this way but the way they went about it still was messy um like having the first canon yeah um queer couple to be killed but anyway overall thoughts were i enjoyed it but there's always you know not anxiety at the back of my mind but just knowing the situation and knowing we might not actually finish the show it's kind of um disappointing for lack of a better term uh yeah and we we talked about the season two uh queer rep stuff last time so we won't rehash that but there's new stuff to talk about this we can briefly mention um the new stuff Mm -hmm. and how that plays into the dynamic before um yeah like i think i think the season like is a pretty firm conclusion to the past two seasons except like it's also clearly trying to be into like a leading to a next story i guess like i think we all we know that this is supposed to be the end of this trilogy and then there's like a new thing that would start up um but there's like the the cliffhanger at the end, and then there's also just some random things throughout that are never really explained. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't just know. ignore that. It's fine yeah. for now. Ignore it. I guess ignore it because if we're not going to get anything else, which um, doesn't as of now we're not. And honestly, I hope that we don't because I yeah. like, unless like unless like uh, Danica said, Aaron steps down, then I think that would be great if we got more seasons. But as yeah. if he's staying in power, no, let's not do that. Also, especially if we had a woman in charge, maybe the direction might be a little less sloppy. Not. No offense. <laughs> yeah. Not to, you know, generalize. Yeah, but... More diverse uh, creative team at the top, yeah. for sure. Um, I, I was, I'm really high on the season. I would, yeah, like I said, I didn't even want to do a podcast, but then I watched it and I'm like, wow, this is like yeah. way, way better than the last two seasons. Um, I, I guess before I, we, you know, we podcast on them so you can hear my full thoughts, but I was like, you know, Dragon Prince is like, okay. It's, it's like a fun show. Um, it was never like great. I think the season, like somehow the show morphed into, a super engaging, like fast paced fantasy epic that mm-hmm. like it was always trying to be like it, it was it, this is the show that they wanted Dragon Prince to be. And I think it finally succeeded in the last season. Um, yeah. Like, I think the last episode is super rushed. Um, but other than that, I think the fast pace really worked. Like, and not that the last episode isn't good. I think that's one of the main things to talk about. But um, I think like 
the other two seasons were frustratingly slow. This season, like, is, like, ten times faster than the previous two seasons. And I think, like, it way worked. For me, it worked way better. Um, I did it for me, too, except for, like, the kind of middle arc. Yeah, and I agree there's some stuff in the middle that's not as good. But I, I think the fact that they, like, get through it quick is, like, really good. Like, yeah. we don't spend too long on 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 that. Um, it just seems like a different show, honestly. It's, like, I think they're probably planning this story to be, like six seasons or something um and then mm-hmm. they because as danica's kind of been talking about the show has been decided how long it was going to be and how uh a, a, like in season three's probably been done for a while and like so they, they were probably like okay netflix they got a three season order from netflix and they're like waiting for a back three pickup or something and they want to and then they're like oh uh netflix is like we're not going to pick it up until we do the episodes come on i think it's still possible that they would but it's not greenlit right now so then they're like oh we have to wrap this up and they're going into the last season or something. So I think their plans changed. I, I feel like that's apparent. Um, so that's probably why it is the way it is, but it, it did what, whatever it is, it did work. Um, yeah. I want to getting into stuff from the season. The last episode, uh, I was just like blown away by the scale of this episode. I feel like I haven't seen, this is like supposed to be a big Lord of the Rings movie battle. And I haven't really seen that attempted to this extent in an animated show before um and it's like okay like this needs to be discussed honestly like that was my main factor i think it was like pretty successful and it was i think it was handled well even if it did feel rushed but that because that's how these things kind of work in high fantasy like it's a really big conclusion and everything happens too fast this needed to be like i'm not even gonna say two episodes i'm gonna say like this needed to be three episodes like there's really i i don't know just when at the end the 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 backup forces charge in it's like what are any of you doing here? Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> uh, i would say it, if anything it would needed to be it needed to be three episodes long if we got more of like viren and claudia and erebos yeah and that end. stuff was really at, at the end and then even throughout it was pretty quick and yeah when anya comes in it's like what i mean i guess that's kind of how battle of the bastards and game of thrones worked they there's just like a force that comes in at the end and right. it's like kind of random so i guess that makes sense um, so it's, it's like it did everything game of thrones tried to do and did it sort of better um not everything but it tried i'm a fan of battle of the bastards i think that's like way better in terms i mean of that, that was I, I'd this, say I, I would say this better. is this is like the best like game of thrones epic slash lord of the rings epic fight scene adjacent thing that i've seen in animation else that's what i'll say oh definitely yeah like, I mean, I mean, there's animation. probably some stuff in anime, um, but yeah, but it's if anything in anime, it's more rushed and convoluted. Then there's all anime stuff behind that, yeah. But um, so I don't know. I think I think if you want to say the last episode is like the best episode of the show, I'm fine with that. Um, I think like all of the best three to four episodes of Dragon Prince are all in the last season. Like I think the season's just way better. Um, but because of the shipping. Well, yeah, I'm getting That's to that next, but yeah, just the, just the scale of the last thing, and then. Um, uh, just I don't know, kind of everything that happened in the last episode was really successful. Like it's not like built up well, just because it's it's way too rushed in the last season and especially in the last episode. But um, it like emotionally does pay off a lot of the arcs that they've been building up, and I think that was pretty successful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shipping. Yeah. I was uh, that, that, uh, the second thing, other than the the big uh, epic f- fantasy battles, like they went all in on Callum and Rayla this season. Oh yeah, I was so happy about you it. Happy I really expected. It. Well, because from season two, you see them like butting into best friends. And then I thought we would be in for a slow burn. But it makes more sense considering this might be the last season. And I'm, I, I, I want to say it was handled well, but honestly, I'm not sure because I'm just so biased to them. I thought it was done very adorably. 
I don't know about necessarily well, but I wanted to get your opinions on it first because you know shipping is. We're, we, we're, we're, we're both very into shipping. Yeah, we're, we're, we've yeah. been shipping a long time. Um, yes. I so I was like not even a Raylum and Rayla Raylum uh, Rayla Kala mm-hmm. Callum shipper. Like I think I was. If you look listen, I mean I don't honestly I don't have super strong feelings about the characters and ships in the show. But if you listen to the last podcast, I was talking a lot more about Claudia and Callum. I think. Yeah. Um, but I uh, gotta say, I loved everything they did with Rayla and Callum this this season because. I complain so much on this podcast about shows not culminating their ships and like, why don't they just get the couple together and then they can be together in the show. And like Dragon Prince just did everything I've ever wanted. Star vs. the Force of Evil. Um, what show have I been complaining about recently? Uh, like, Ladybug. Uh, Miraculous Ladybug. Yeah, okay, that you're good. That's exactly right. Yeah, like they should just let them date on the show. Like this show did everything I've wanted a bunch of other shows to do. And I think that they like kiss like five like plus five times. times yeah. The, it was incredible. Like, this is the type of thing you can do if you get, I mean, if you're not attached to, I want to say, I'm not going to say this is like objectively good. If you're not attached to the characters and like, you're not inherently buying into it, then I think like it's, it does seem rushed and maybe you're not into it. And I think that's valid, but yeah, I definitely. love this sort of crap. And uh, like, they're super cute. And the, I think it's really so effective. Cute. how Rayla is so cute. I love her so much. The fact that she came on to him first was just, it, it, I thought that was nice. That was really that good. he wasn't the, you know, horny teenager to come on to her first. Yeah, he was, he yeah, really he was, the yeah, time. He was wanting to. I, I will say that I think because of them pairing up, Rayla is less of like an independent heroine than in previous seasons. So I think it does mm-hmm. hurt her character a little bit. Like, I think this would have been handled slightly differently if a woman were writing it. Uh, like yeah, largely. that's valid. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's female writer on the staff, uh, female writers, but, um, like, lar- like overall, like the, the yeah, all things the, the, lens, the lens of it. Yeah. Um, but I still, I still thought that like, I just, th- in general, just like the fact that they put them together in the middle of the season, like that episode five is one of my highlights yeah. of the season where they just <laughs> start. Kissing. And it was so boring too <laughs> at the beginning. The, this, the desert thing was like, not even that good of a plot, but it's just all about Raylan Callum. Like that's yeah. the, and, um, yeah. And then they just like, they're just to get it's it's so it's really good watching a couple be together in, and this isn't even like Rayla and Calum are like one tenth of what Star and Marco were like yeah and, and but honestly it's like almost even better than Starcover was just because it's handled it's like so much better. better like it's it's, it's so frustrating it's, and this yeah it is kind of like has a Romeo and Juliet type dynamic but they don't they don't overemphasize that either you know like it's they even joke about it yeah I, I don't know I this is like this is would be the this is what I'm gonna remember this season by is Rayla and Callum just kissing a bunch yeah. of times. Same, honestly. Yeah. Also, I mean, to touch on the jokes, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to talk about the jokes, but it seemed kind of more funny than last season. Like even with the references, even though I wanted to kind of kill myself with the Avatar references and the Wonderwall reference, like the oh, yeah, Sailor Moon stuff was... was funny. There was only one fart joke, which I appreciated. I, I think I think it was pretty solid. Yeah, this show has struggled with humor. Um, I do think this season is more successful. I agree, but I still think it's like very hit or miss humor wise. Yeah, oh yeah, um, totally. A lot believe, of it is miss. I can't. A lot of it is, but it's like whatever. Like I think in past seasons when it's being slow paced and the, you, the episodes need to rely on the humor more, the fact that a right. lot of the jokes fall flat is a bigger deal. This season we're just moving past it. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wonderwall thing is ridiculous. Uh, it was terrible. It's ridiculous. I actually had to pause the episode and like. I, I didn't even know I hear I heard it right. I was like, I, my brain didn't. Anyway, here's it. the Wonderwall. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> episode three is one of my highlights of the season. Ghost, um, where they go to uh, 
Rayla is the, the Moon Shadow Elves' home, and they meet uh, the the the, the hus- husband of uh, Runin. Yeah, and I'm gonna uh, find out his name. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, I I don't remember the husband's name, and I also don't remember the Sunfire Elf's name. So if we can find out, that'd be good. But just warning, I, uh, I also don't care. Ithari but... is his name, and Ithari. I'll find Sunfire okay. Elf. Um, they had a flashback. I think of them kissing. That was great. We can use this this uh, this opportunity. I just think the episode overall was really really good. Um, yeah. but uh, that might be. I would say that's the best episode of the season. Um, last episode's also great. I don't know. Do you Except... do you have a favorite episode, Ali? Uh, I'd have to probably watch it again because I don't <laughs> remember like each thing separately. But I, I'd say this one is definitely like the top three in the season. But yeah. I kind of still don't understand the whole ghost thing. So her people thought she ran away, so they cast this spell on her. Yeah, it's magic. I don't know. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I think I think like uh, the fact that that isn't I, that's like the plot of the episode, but I feel like the emotional core of the episode is a bunch of other stuff. So I feel like that didn't even matter that much. Um, the reflection yeah. in the like in the blade and in the pool or what I think that was just really emotionally evocative. The way they do the reflections. Um, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of queer rep, uh, so we get oh her name is Janai. Jan- oh yeah, I think I didn't know that. Jan- so we got Janai and uh, Ithari. And Athari, but Janai and Amaya are holding hands at the end, yep. and then which is like, um, so you're okay, but you're into them, Janai and Amaya. Well, because not, not just at the end, like even when they, before she even gets taken prisoner, she saves her life. They kind of save each other on the bridge when they're trying to like destroy it, and then even in the interrogation, she's being really, um, or Janai is being, uh. Sort of, kind of, like, as understanding as she can be. Like, in front of the queen, she's like, uh, she has information, she's not useless, don't kill her. And then when Viren comes and messes everything up, as always, um, what happens? She kills, he, the queen dies, she goes to try to save her, because they're sisters, right? And then she stops her, and she doesn't care if she gets burned, she's like, no, you're gonna die, and I don't know. They have, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the enemies to lovers trope, and they did it pretty well. Yeah, I like I really like the Maya and Janai stuff this season. I don't think it's like notable queer rep at all because they just told no. us at the ends. Um, so yeah, I think no. like if they want th- this is like part of the things you want to criticize the show about is like why didn't they kiss or something right. like. Um, this is the one queer rep they have that is like couple like that is alive and mm-hmm. they don't don't culminate it. Um, I think that's like not good. Um, well, no, but um, the elves are alive. He's just trapped in a coin. Yeah. Uh, so we we, la- we we see the leaf thing is like floating off of the bottom. So Runan is, I guess, alive, but it, it practically doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah Runan and Athari are um, that we see them kiss in that episode, and that was like really good. But this show obviously like has a problem with uh, only show <laughs> only showing dead queer people. Like, <laughs> yeah, dead and or captured. Or yeah. Uh, so I don't know. None of this rep was like that good. I mean, they had a, they they had a great kiss in this episode. Does it um, make up for the actual dead lesbians, though? That what? That one of them's actually alive? Of yeah. The, well, it, no, it, but that. Well, yeah, I guess that one of them oh, is that, alive. Oh, that, that uh, potentially Amaya, alive. Or, or did you meet Amaya? And uh, no, no, no. I meant the the queens that died killing the dragon. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think the Runan stuff is similar. Like, even if he's technically alive, it's what didn't happen in the show. So whatever. Like, yeah, they're still. I don't think that like negates the frigid frigidness of it of it all. Yeah. And honestly, we have more context for it because um I think Danica on Twitter's talked about how like uh 
Aaron was like ignoring like the queer people in the company's oh. like thoughts on the story and they're like pushing for actual main character to be to be queer and um let be- Ezrin grow up and have a boyfriend. <laughs> that'd be good. That'd I be mean, very interesting. Uh by Rayla would be, I think. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. perfect. Um and so there's a whole like negative tone about that after learning more information. I think like the show is did to its credit did some amount of queer rap, but like and this season, the, I think the kiss in episode three is great, but I think it's like obviously not what you'd want it to be because most of these people are dead or not culminated in an explicit way in the case of Amaya. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, this, this no, is... I mean, I agree. That's a very good point. It definitely doesn't make up for it, but it's mm, it's trying harder, and but I don't know if it succeeds. It succeeded with me just because I grab it anywhere I can get it, you know. I, I will say the season was much better in, in terms of uh, it's better than the Queen stuff. I think the, the, yeah. the stuff they did this season, but you know, overall, it's like okay, they they kind of tried, but also were clearly coming from not the best place if they didn't let queer voices be heard, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's, Viren um, seems like you're not a fan of Viren. He's like in jail, then he gets out of jail, then Erevos is talking to him, and and then he like turns his army into like uh white walkers except fire <laughs> instead of ice um yeah fire flyers that's terrible that whole that whole like the for lack of not, they never even named what they are they're like forces of darkness or something like yeah for, they just the, have the whole white walkers walkers thing that was just so um stupid this was so quick and it was random. stupid it was really uh, dumb also that prince who was really all about fighting got on my nerves but he obviously had to be a catalyst and it was just it felt really dumb just stupid and evil for the sake of being so, but I guess that's what they needed for this final battle. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the the turning the people into the the zombies. I think that was like a thing that clearly needed to be drawn out more. Um, I but I, like the use of the sun elves' power, I think that's cool. I think the whole thing with the light with the sun elves, I think that was cool. Yeah. Um, but did the I don't know. I think Vir, I think Viren. This was Viren's best season. Like I think like the fact that you don't just have to see him doing nothing for multiple episodes like really benefits uh benefits him if he's actually moving and doing things he's more of an effective villain i think i've been like very harsh about Viren in the past but i think he was uh erevos helps him a lot and uh the season he was much better also like him him and erevos i think are a thing too didn't (laughs) like a couple yeah i don't think they got into that that's how i was reading that for sure that'd be very interesting i don't know if i'd support it just because they're both (laughs) disgusting toxic relationship but (laughs) oh my god yeah beyond Oh, Lord. And if that was a queer relationship, people would be very upset about that. Probably good they didn't do that. Yeah, they didn't get into Erevos' backstory at all. You'd think they would have. Like, we know that he's, yeah. like, the original elf guy. Something about the well, cube, they, I feel they, like, but... Yeah, I wanted to get more... I still don't understand that. But they did say that... The hell was his name? Thunder. He had an actual name. Trapped him in that room, in that prison, wherever he is. But we don't know where it is. Yeah, we, we knew about Thunder, yeah. So that's um, very... Yeah, speaking of the thunder, there is. I think I, one thing I really liked about the season, there are flashbacks kind of spread throughout the season yeah. of uh, how Viren and Harrow slayed thunder and then Viren took the egg. Um, I like the way they did this. Like they, the basically we got the next step of the saga that we saw in book in book two. Um, I like the way they did this bad rather than having two episodes just dedicated to the flashback. Like I think they interspersed it really well um, yeah, into agree. the active stuff. Yeah, especially with Rayla's parents. I'm glad yeah, and, and then and then it culminates with the yeah with Rayla's parents. Yeah, that's really cool. And apparently everyone's just coins and Viren's back. So <laughs> yeah, everyone, so maybe they're there too. Everyone's alive. Yeah, basically I'm everyone's sure. alive. 
He has um, a weird collection. It's really disgusting and creepy. But also, while we're talking about flashbacks, because there was one at the, it was at the beginning of the first episode, right? With Sol Regum. Oh, and yeah. that I forgot, forgot Sol Regum was in the season. Yeah. Who, yeah, who was the, what disgusting. was the Sol Regum? I don't remember. What was Sol Regum's So, flashback? like, I, I really, it was a little, not confusing, but I want to know about it because this dude who was using dark magic, who knows, maybe he was oh, like the, yeah, that guy. was the, that's the guy from the intro, like the original intro. Um, yeah. So he was he he was the first guy to use dark magic or something. He was like the hero of the I don't remember, but it looked like he yeah. had Viren's staff with yeah, like he's, extra... the, he's the original dark mage. Yeah. So are they related? That, yeah, we, that's, that's his that's ancestor. P, yeah, people are speculating. Was that Viren? Was that Viren's ancestor? I think that's still up in the air. Viren is just immortal. It could be. I mean, they could do that with that character, but whatever. Why not? I hope yeah, they don't. I, I, I did like that flashback to start the season, honestly. I think the Sol Regum stuff yeah. in episode one was one of the weakest parts of the season, just because Sol Regum doesn't matter. Like, he's not yeah. even there in the final battle. Like, who cares? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, like they, they see Sol Regum at the end of season two. It's like, oh, what a cliffhanger. Here's a dragon we haven't met before. And then he still doesn't matter then in yeah. season three. So that he only wasn't... matters to represent hatred and rage, and that's pretty much it. You'd think he would have been one of the dragons they got. Uh <laughs> That like to Ezrin, Ezrin collected in the final battle, like to fight. He's uh, too much of a. I, I guess he wouldn't want to. Yeah. Um, Ezrin stuff this season, he's king and he wants to be peaceful, but then he has to advocate. Then he goes to Zadia and then he brings the dragons at the battle. That's my summary. Yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> I wanted that to be one of my favorite arcs because I did really enjoy it and I liked seeing how, you know, a child king can be way wiser than an adult one and more graceful, but. <sighs> I don't know. It it went too fast, and his abdicating too kind of came out of nowhere. Not really out of nowhere, but you know, because of that stupid prince who wanted to go to war. Everyone yeah, that, just... that that whole stuff was really fast. How that? Yeah, it was. I mean, it makes sense just because you know humans are terrible. But I loved seeing him as a king. He's the best. I think he's my favorite character after Rayla. Ezra, nice. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. I I liked him like being like, no, I don't want to send anyone to die but then yeah. at the end he's like burning people with the dragons <laughs> and they had well, a moment like they, it, they had a moment that was like oh i don't like this but it's still happening like this is yeah. a satisfying payoff to that arc oh, it's like well. oh i guess ezra does have to kill people well maybe they're zombies and they're dead anyway but uh that was i think that's kind of why they had to turn him into like these undead zombies is because they had to kill a bunch of them right. um but, but it makes sense that they wouldn't be hurt by fire because they did get like fire sun out. Yeah, that was the whole set. I feel like that was like a big setup that they were going to pay off. But the payoff to them not being hurt by fire, they still lost anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't sure, know. fire won't kill them, but arrows will. Why not? Yeah, then they <laughs> arrows were very effective. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that if, that's why it needs to be stretched. Like that moment could have been a bigger, like could have ended an episode where like, oh, they're not actually hurt by fire. Oh, no, we're screwed. But that, but it's like all just very, very quick. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the Ezra and stuff, I don't know. Like, if this was drawn out through two seasons or something, or like, I would have been very, like, yeah. bored, by the, bored by this plotline. But the fact that it goes quick, I think, really helps. Um, but he's, he's, like, he's a stronger, I think he's a stronger character than the plot he was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Callum, I don't know. Callum and Rayla are mostly just, like, dating. Like, I don't know if they have arcs. Like, Callum does more magic stuff. Like, he gets the wings at the end. Like, we didn't get into, like, elf Callum. It's just, like, Callum's the first human that can do magic, but we don't learn the context <laughs> Wait, of mean- that. You mean forest elf Callum? No, was, that was a gag. But people are like, "Oh, is Callum an elf?" Like that was the big thing. Oh theory. God! Like, like um, <laughs> so no, it's just like Callum's a human. But we still don't do know why he's a human that can learn. Yeah, we still don't know. We didn't. The season did not advance that plot line at all. Um, I was fine with with Cal- mostly Callum and Rayla. I'm just like they're dating. Like that's but mostly- like so. It's not obviously we don't learn anything, but he gets wings because he loves her. 
So he's magic is love. Vice versa. I mean, yeah, love power, is magic. power of love TV tropes. Yeah. Like uh, this is uh, I don't he was just he was able to concentrate more because he needed to to save the love of his life. I don't know. Sure. 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 Like that was it was he a good learned moment. the sky arcane. I'm thinking about his mom who he loved. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. Like uh I think I don't know. I think it maybe like fits thematically with how magic works in the show. Um Yeah, it could. At least because human with like humans, because they use dark magic and it's evil. So you have to learn to love to use real magic. Um yeah. I oh, guess all stupid. the humans are just too hateful. That's why they can't do magic. Right. Callum's the least hateful. I don't know if that checks out, honestly. No, it doesn't. Um, I, I like them kissing in the like he grabs her and then they kiss in the air. That was like pretty Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that remind you of like no, never mind, it's not Katang at all. Just because they were in the air. I mean there's this whole whole Katang vibes throughout the click. Clearly this is like the type of romance that yeah. they like. But yeah. Um this is I mean, honestly, they should have had a I mean, I think I was complaining this even in Avatar days. Like, why didn't Angatar start dating before the show ended? Like, uh this is Yeah. <laughs> this, this, I was with you there. This is what we would have seen. Um Soren and Claudia, uh we I guess season two, Claudia was like on a bad track and then she just stays bad. She doesn't really do much and then Soren She was like on a good ish track up until the middle of the season and then she changed her mind. And she just stays with Actually, her. no, she wasn't even because she killed animals and Yeah, I mean she's always been like bad because of that, but um, and then so the, the surprising thing is that Soren just gets this whole redemption arc, and he's a good guy now. Surprising and very satisfying. He's a good boy. Yeah, satisfying. Well, maybe not satisfying, but I was very proud of him. You're proud. I of it, expected yeah. him to. You know, I mean, I kind of expected it to take a longer time, but obviously, we didn't have much this season. So, again, all things considered, it makes sense. He saw how much of a lying piece of garbage his dad was being about him, and he finally wisened up. Just yeah. because of how dumb he normally is, I thought it would take longer, but they couldn't have done that in nine episodes. Yeah, this I think this was supposed to be over multiple seasons, this like redemption arc, and they just do it in one season. I think it was like this is like the strongest Soren's character's ever been for sure. Like he is I I agree he's very sympathetic. I think what I don't like is that Claudia was sidelined for most of the season and she's yeah. just um just kind of like I think this is where her character was always going in terms of like being evil along with her dad. Um It's so disappointing. She's just following him blindly. Yeah, she didn't even get to do cool evil things. Like she didn't have much yeah. agency. Yeah. Like I think that was one of the weakest parts of the season for me. Like Claudia's the going into the season, I would say she's arguably the best character on the show, like her Rayla, but she doesn't really do much this season. Yeah. I was very upset with how they're handling her, but it kinda makes sense, I guess. She just did, you know, with the whole family dynamic they had, she's super traumatized yeah um at the end she brings her dad back to life and then it's oh yeah there. yeah and then uh Erebus is hatching so there you go i hate it um, so other random random things viren parts the viren's moses and he parts the, the sea of fire um is he beyblade moses beyblade moses beyblade anime moses we'll talk about that another time <laughs> awesome. i don't want to understand that reference. this is arguably worse honestly okay like, Terrible. Um, yeah, the parent Raylo's parents are alive in coins. We talked about that. Uh, Anya <laughs> comes in at the end. Yeah, we said, uh, um, I think that's it. Though the mom yeah. dragon wakes up and it's like everything's like I'm filled with hope. Humans and elves working together. I thought and that was gays. Yeah, gays. Yeah, she didn't say that. She basically said that. I think. <laughs> uh, I think. <laughs> I think that was actually very effective. That scene. Yeah, I agree. I, if it ended there, it would have been so powerful. But obviously, we needed a cliffhanger. Yeah, if if uh, the show never gets another season, then you should release the cut of just yeah. get rid of the cliffhanger. Yeah, just end, just end on that scene. Yeah. Um, okay, Allie, anything else you can think of from the season or final thoughts on Dragon Prince season three? Boomerang? 
Yeah, what was the? I don't even remember the boomerang joke. <laughs> so it was awful. That episode was just garbage, except for the shipping. <laughs> Which episode was it? It was the shipping one where they kiss at the, the end. Fifth he... episode. Yeah, I love that episode. <laughs> it was pretty good, but because of the kissing, they to I mean die. that's true. I don't remember anything else except for yeah. And yeah, what, do, uh, what about Nyx? The the sky okay. Elf lady. Well, I didn't like that she intercepted the arrow because that was supposed to go to Runan, right? Runan, whatever his name is. Um, it's supposed to go to the, the dragon. I don't think Runa. Oh, but, uh, is, uh, okay. He was sending yeah. it to the queen. That yeah, makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. The episode um, three ends on this amazing, hopeful note with the arrow sending. And then episode four is like snatched with by this, this evil psych. person. Yeah. Psych. She's adorable though. You, yeah. Like she's, she was even like, you can't help but love me or something like that. I yeah, kind of hated her until the end. Yeah. Um, other final thoughts? Had, well, I still want loose ends. There was one. Okay, is the queen alive? Callum's mom. Yeah, we is don't. Is Viren just lying because he is a piece of, like, he's a dumpster fire? And I, I, don't guess that's in, I guess that's in play? Yeah. And Harrow, I still don't even know if he's alive. Oh, yeah, so here's the biggest cliffhanger is season one, Harrow's in the bird, that's like the biggest, <laughs> like, is the biggest thing coming out of season one, and then they don't pay it off. Like, he's still in the bird, why, are you just gonna trap Harrow in the bird for forever? Like, that's sad. Like I'm not I like I don't know am I just I was really big on that theory am I disproven because it didn't happen like clearly they meant to do it they just didn't have enough time or something I don't know I'm on it too I still I want to believe it but the bird has been gone for forever so who even knows anymore um, the, the, the next trilogy that'll never happen will have that culminate I guess want to see unicorn after that weird staff thing they made with like hatred and yeah fire and blood blah 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 I don't know. Final thoughts were I enjoyed it, but also I didn't because of everything around it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, independent, if trying to be independent of anything else was very impressed with the season, this is like, uh, I think finally we kind of saw the Dragon Prince vision realized. So yeah. uh, I would love it if Aaron stepped down from a position of power, like Danica says, and then another trilogy got made by other people. Um, that would be good. But yeah. if not, then this is fine. What we got. Yeah. House burning on fire. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> what we got. Uh, all better than I thought. Okay. There you go. So I guess let us know what you thought of the season <laughs> of Dragon Prince. Overlyanimated.com, YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. Uh, we have a Discord channel talking about it at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Consider supporting us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Sam, a.k.a. Yosemite Sam. And thanks to Zai's to patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, yeah, this uh, in absence of something else happening, this is our last Dragon Prince podcast. So there you go. Uh, yeah. we'll still have the channel on the discord if you want to talk about it but Rayla's that's it. canon for, or no wait Raylan is canon forever canon forever yay, yay. <laughs> people they're, they're haters they're not going to like the podcast because we're so oh they can Raylan. potate haters going to potate potate yeah they can sure yeah. so it, we won I guess even though I didn't really ship this until the season until oh actually wait before we end I forgot to ask what did you think of Zadia in general like the little cute creatures who stick together. Oh, oh they the... had the. Oh, oh, you're perfect. Oh, they had. They they reminded me of um the things in uh, Clan Ad. The, uh, the oh my god, the Dango. Dango, yeah. 
That was the only thing I was thinking of the entire time. I forgot I Claudia took one, and I'm afraid for him. Oh yeah, it's sad. Yeah, that was cute. I love the the what the like background artists were able to do with Zadia. There, yeah. I, I, I feel like we just didn't see any of it because they just rushed through it in this last season. Like, there's so I many. This is like a magic world. You can do whatever. We saw like one or two cool locations. I would say like that's and that's basically it. I like I like what we saw, but like you know. They, yeah, it's not enough. If they, if they knew they were getting three seasons, we should have like went to Sadie after season one. We shouldn't have like waited till the last season. Like it's so much more interesting than, than yeah. like, the castle. Oh well, I also enjoyed it, so I'm glad you appreciated it. Yeah, I, it, it was. I don't know. It, it did really feel magical, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. Yeah. Yay. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.